Can you guys stop swearing? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm gonna call the cop. Mama always said stupid is stupid does. <laughs> now that I watched the other night. Let's do the same thing as last week and not even mention the name of the show for 45 minutes. <laughs> or the topic that was... I don't know. I've seen it. <laughs> Many times. Many times I've seen Forrest Gump. I, I actually, uh, like, it, it's a movie I've seen so many times it's become one of those movies where, like, you know, I need to fall asleep. I'm going to put on Forrest Gump and turn away from the TV. Well, I can do that with just about any Star Wars movie. It's funny. Like, I, it's not because I think they're boring. It's just, I, I put, I, you know, I'll put it in and, you know, have you seen it? I've seen it so many times. It's like, I'll fall asleep just like listening to the, you know, the movie. Yeah. And it's like, I walk, I'll wake up at like some of the best parts of it. Yeah. That's yeah, a sense of comfort. Yeah. And it, it allows you to, to fall asleep. That's psychological. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> No, it totally is, man. It's just your your comfy blanket. That's your your Linus thing. Yeah, basically. I think mine is old episodes of Forensic Files because <laughs> they've got like ten seasons on Netflix, and I'll just put it on and let it go and fall asleep. And I'm sure that says something. Now that I'm teaching psychology, I should you know analyze myself about that. But uh, that'll be <laughs> for another episode. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can do that with Forrest Gump, uh, with Fight Club, and old episodes of The Simpsons. And you watch The Simpsons all the time, so I guess we just figured out why you always fall asleep all the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh. It's possible. <laughs> he, he watches The Simpsons all the time. I watch Married, Married with Children all the time. <laughs> I, I wish that show was on reruns here. I still need to buy the last, like, three seasons on DVD. Of what? Married with Children. Uh, yeah. I like all three of them for, like, ten bucks each, or just go to, like, Best Buy or something and buy, like, the whole, like, box set for, like, well, 40 bucks. Like, that's what happened is I got, like, I think I'm up to, like, season eight or nine, and then it was like, oh, uh, here, we're gonna just put out the full series on a box set for less than what you've already paid for the first, you know, eight or nine seasons. Like, Oh, yeah. I hate when that happens. So then I'm like, do I go... And it was like the same price as it would cost me for what I didn't have. So it's like, do I buy the whole thing, or do I buy what I don't have? What's cheaper? They were the same price. Buy them all, get backups. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, just went... sell the ones you've got on eBay. There you go. I I've got the original all eight all eleven seasons, and I went to watch one of the DVDs from like season eight, and it did it, it won't play on my freaking it won't play on any of my it won't play on any wow. of my uh, players. I don't know. I put it in all my places, just won't play. And of course, I bought it so many years ago. I can't like just exchange exchange it for anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm missing That's... the last four. I, I got up to season seven. That's weird. Is the disc just maybe dead? They do wear out over time. Discs and well, DVDs no. are not it, for life. It was a new. It was it was first time viewing using it. It's not like I had. I watched it ten times. I just put it in for the first time watching, and it just didn't play. How long did you have it for? Before you probably a couple, it? probably at least a couple of years, maybe four, maybe even mm. five. Who knows? Yeah, that even that doesn't make sense then. 
I know it's something like 10 to 20 years for discs usually, I think. is I might be wrong on that, but I know there is a shelf life. But that doesn't, there's no way at four or five years it should still work. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that sucks, bud. Oh, well. That's why I steal everything, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm one of the few that's still paying for cable in our generation, so I guess they get my money regardless. Well, right. yeah, I do, I do too. I have net direct TV, which is it's it's ca it's cable. It's technically cable, even though it's a satellite dish. And I've gotten close to cutting the cord, but I like a few things in particular. I think though a big part of it though really is well coming back to comfort. I, I like the fact that I know that I can come home at the end of the day or double shift day, even more so, and have some stuff to watch and chill out on my couch at the end of the day. That's going to be, I'm not fighting streams. I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. sitting, have to sit up my computer and watch it or any of that, even though there's other ways around that. I know that, but it all takes time. I'd be able to walk in the door five minutes, kind of set your shit up and get home, you know, then stuff you got to do. And then that's it. Veg mode, get that hour of whatever show in. So, there's a convenience, and then there's also things with that, like hockey. I mean, I'm a fan of, and I want to see mm -hmm. the puck. It's hard <laughs> enough to see it to begin with, so <laughs> you know, right? I mean, that keeps me, it keeps me paying. I like, I've dropped my bill a couple times. I've cut out channels, um, but yeah, until that gets rectified, I think that would be what would make me cut the cord. I've got you a know, handful. I've got a handful of channels, and. Uh one like like through my cable company and one of them is uh the the channel that they show sabers games on so i'm at least uh able to you know watch those on tv they're in standard definition but hey who cares at least i get to watch them and again it's, it's another thing quality in the stream yeah and, and that's i mean like but the playoffs i watched on the stream and the stream was fine um but, you know, there is that whole, like you said, you know, you don't have to worry about it cutting out or anything like that, because there's been times where, uh, you know, I've gone to watch my stream on Sling TV, and it's like, channel not available. I'm like, what the fuck you mean, channel not available? I'm paying for it, and it's on the internet. Hmm. I love the time zone draw when we have, too. Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was, uh, that, well, that was, um... Specifically, a Fox problem, where uh, because I I don't get a stream of Fox directly through Sling, but I get access to Fox's stream uh, through Fox uh, Fox Now the app uh, with my uh, with my um, Sling TV. So doing that, I was getting like the Arizona feed. So I go to watch Gotham at 8 o'clock, and it's like, like, this show comes on in two hours in your time zone. Like, no, the fuck it doesn't. It's on right now. I was just watching it before I left the house. Which, now, Gotham is on Thursdays, so even if I go back to working Mondays, I don't have to worry about it. Gotham is on this coming Thursday. I know. Watch three, four of the last five episodes I have on my DVR this week. Yeah, I got I, one more episode. I got the two-hour uh, season finale. Still have to watch. I might jump on Hulu and just binge watch the last few just to get 
caught back up and remind myself of what happened. <laughs> I'm gonna hit the wiki. Yeah, that I might I might do that instead. I got work to do. Yay, our stream just cut out for a second. Hey, We're back though. They, well, basically, this is what I've watched. It's basically um, Team Penguin versus Team um, Riddler about to go head to head. Team Penguin um, gets 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 turned on by by um uh, the, by by um Selena Kyle, and right as the the second the right as I'm about to hit the finale, Fish Mooney returns. All right. Okay. Yep. You can't really comment on that with spoil stuff, but right, I'll exactly. Where you're at. <laughs> exactly. Because that was the last thing I had was just Fish Mooney coming in and take, walks walks in at the end of it, and you know she takes mm -hmm. she takes Penguin for herself. You'll get to it. Yeah. Good finale. We won't. Yeah, it, it was. We won't spoil anything because we're not dicks. <laughs> I mean, we are. We're just not dicks about Gotham. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody here had dicks because nobody's named Scott. And Scott is a dick. <laughs> I remember we were we were uh, a couple of seasons ago. My mom, oh, yeah, your mom. <laughs> yeah, my mom posts on my wall like, "Oh, I can't wait to see Jada Pinkett Smith back on Gotham tonight." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Her, like, she died last season, and oh, she was on a talk show this morning. She was talking about how she's coming back to Gotham tonight." I'm like. Well, we didn't fucking know that. I didn't know that. Like, come on, Mom. Don't spoil the show for me. And G happens to see it, and she's like, damn it, <laughs> you know. Because we lead a pretty spoiler-free existence watching Gotham. We'll discuss, like, right after the show's over, but we, we will go out of our way to kind of talk about it in code so we're not spoiling it for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's a good. It's definitely one of the better superhero shows. That's one of the better shows, I think. For uh, they, they, I don't find anything's like a total surprise. Once it happens, you kind of see, oh, okay, right. This was this was lots of foreshadowing, and it's it's smartly written that way. Like it, it surprises you, but then it doesn't when you actually think about it, and mm -hmm. that's what I what I'm getting at. So it's good. Mm -hmm. well, it's one of those shows that I really wanted to get into when I first heard about it, but. I, I know a lot of people say it, but I just, I do not have a lot of free TV watching time. <laughs> not with what I have to do for work and other obligations sure. and stuff like that. So I've had to be really picky and choosy about what I watched. And, you know, Gotham's on my radar. I want to check it out because I've heard good things, especially from you guys. And,. It just hasn't happened. I mean, I don't care about spoilers or anything, but you know, it, it's one of those things that, oh, I really need to watch that, and then it just hasn't happened yet. We, I, uh, I don't watch a lot of TV in general. Like, when I do, I'm watching, rest, uh, I'm watching sports and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, things, things of that nature. I'm watching things that I've been watching for 20 years, you know, <laughs> or 30 years, The Simpsons. Uh, for example, is something I watch religiously, and I don't, I still don't know why. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and like, you know, football and hockey and things like that. I don't really get into a lot of shows, so, uh, when I saw the trailer for Gotham, like, the first thing that popped in my head was, like, this, this is kind of like Smallville, but for Batman. 
And like I, the tr first trailer was like, okay, you know, I kind of want to see this. And then when the first episode happened, I'm like, yeah, I kind of think I'm going to watch this. <laughs> and uh, now three seasons in going into season four, it's like, yeah, okay, I'm really glad I started watching this. And I don't really watch a lot of TV at all. I kind of get into the pattern where I think we all we all have to pick our, our times to watch and what we can. Right. Um, I, I, I kind of get worried if I start something that's been on for like seven seasons or something. The show is that I am invested in currently. And I'll, I'll put it down and not watch it for like another eight months and completely lose interest or forget or whatever you know mm -hmm. and, and not go back so i kind of have that those moments when this like during the summer when there's not a lot on that's kind of why i was able to get through game of thrones which i did finish all right i don't know i mean it, that's probably the only show of that length i could pull off though even with that amount of time you know between june and and september that the these shows start coming back I'm like well i want to watch gotham i want to watch you know I like The Flash as well. It's a pretty good show. I do watch most of the superhero ones, but not all of them. You got to oh. pick your spots. Well, I, I I enjoyed Arrow when it first came out a lot, and then after Flash came out too. I'm not sure how else to put it. Flash seemed to know what it was better than Arrow did. Like, Arrow was almost a show having an identity crisis for a while. And... You watched Flash and you thought, oh, okay, yeah. And it just felt like they knew what they wanted to do and how they wanted to do it. And Arrow just tried too hard to be Batman. But they had good, they had enough good things in it that, you know, I still wanted to see how it played out. But uh, with all the different superhero shows, and I know that's not the only stuff out there, but uh, some of them I stuck with for a little bit, and then, yeah, not that I didn't like them, but I just didn't keep going with it. And there's a lot of them, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, that's one of the top things about it. One that I really do recommend, if, if you like the darker ones, is Legion. Oh, when I've heard up... about Legion. Eight episodes, and yeah, it's 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 different than all the other shows I've seen, all the superhero genre that I've seen. I can't even compare. Yeah, I mean, it's dark. Gotham's dark as well, but it's a different type of dark, and it's a lot more a lot more looking at like mutants, uh, mutant stuff from the X Men world without actually delving into the stuff you know. Like, so you kind of could start watching it without being a superhero fan, which I thought was, was a really smart way of doing it as well. I think, because I'm super biased on this one. <laughs> but, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it was well done. It's short. I mean, that's probably the only bad thing I can say about it. Um, it gives you a conclusive feeling that if it, if it was a standalone series, that you kind of get a bit of closure on a major plot line. And if not... Well, I, I'm pretty sure they renewed it. I'm almost positive they did. Um, if not, there's plenty of things to explore in the world that they set up. So, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Since we're since we're talking about DC stuff, I saw, seen it twice now because I saw it twice. Um, 
I I saw the trailer for the Justice League movie. Uh, yeah, um, nice attempt, DC. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I like like I'll start watching shows because like I'll be talking to somebody who constantly references a show. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, it's from The Office. Like, all right, cool. I'm gonna watch The Office, and then I'll get like a season in, and I'll be like, uh, okay, this is okay, but I don't feel like watching it anymore. <laughs> or even like, you know, like the Netflix originals. I'll start watching, and I'll be like, ah, oh, cool. You know, like I watched the, I binge watched the first, I think like three seasons of Orange Is the New Black, and then like, mm-hmm. oh, season four is out now. Like. Who cares? <laughs> or like Fuller House I watched like six episodes of and I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't there's not a lot of shows that I really uh will get into watching and really, you know have the patience to actually sit and enjoy and, and watch full seasons of. Which is, you know, probably partly why I'm able to watch Gotham is because I got in on the ground floor and I watch it as it airs instead of trying to sit there and and watch it for a while and find the time to continue to do so. I was reading an article about Netflix in particular, but streaming media as running into issues of basically a lack of customer choice because when you are dealing with streaming, you're dealing with all manner of copyright issues when you're licensing content that is a lot more expensive than when you could just purchase hard media like a DVD or a Blu-ray or something. Mm -hmm. And the article was going into great detail. I need to find it. I'll share it or something um but the idea was that when streaming services are considered the way to consume media and they are focused almost entirely on the latest newest and shiniest because that's what they can get mm-hmm. you're basically shutting out you know this entire you know massive depth of you know, history of media you know old movies and old TV shows that nobody knows about because it's not convenient to stream them. And they were showing how the libraries have just fallen further and further from offering anything like that. And, you know, people who continue to own hard media get pretty mocked. I actually, I had a guy come over to do some kind of repair thing on my house, and he actually made a comment about you know, my DVD collection along the lines of, oh my god, you still have DVDs? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm paying you to fix a pipe, get to it, you know? <laughs> but, you know, there's something to be said about having this stuff, and sure. I agree completely with what he was talking about. There are times where I'm just fed up with the stream, like, you know, oh, it froze, or the quality's bad, or I can't get this, or I can't get that. You know, even with, you know, stuff that isn't movies and TV, and frankly, sometimes it's much less frustrating to just pop in a disc and go into veg mode on the couch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this idea that 
you can stream everything, and if it's worth seeing, you can see it on a stream, is totally not true. Mm-hmm. And if you've studied media at all, and I you know, used to teach that for a while, so the idea that people can't see all this great classic stuff, like, I mean, this doesn't totally count as old classic, because it's not that old in the grand scheme of things, but one of my favorite series ever in the history of the universe is Babylon 5. And oh, okay. I own everything to do with that show on DVD. There's five seasons, there's a set of movies, and then there's a couple of fill-in-the-gap things. And you know, one of the reasons I love Babylon 5 so much is that it was a complete plan. It wasn't just, let's do this show and see what happens. They knew how the last episode of the fifth season ended before they ever shot the first episode of season one. And that was really cool because it was just such a beautifully intricate story and world and everything else. Everything made sense and everything fit and... Yeah, the first season takes a little bit to get into, but they're introducing so many things. Not just characters, but you know, so many races of people and the world and politics and just everything. It takes a while to introduce all that, but you know, you can't just jump in on that because, oh well, it's not on Netflix anymore or whatever. <laughs> and you know, it's kind of a shame. I Not keep... just for that one thing, but for you know, stuff in general that would be really cool to be able to watch, but you can't. I keep running into the problem we referenced earlier my other show, uh, where I have the I have the bit where, you know, my co-host says, here's the movie you have to watch for this week. And he'll be like, it's on Netflix, so you don't got to pay any extra for it, anything like that. Like, okay, cool. And then we won't there'll be some kind of situation where I don't have to watch it for like two, three weeks where like he's working on a Wednesday and isn't going to be on the show or, you know, we're going to a concert and not having a show. And I typically watch the movies the day before the show. So, you know, most recently with, um, uh, the, the newer star Trek movies, uh, okay. They're on Netflix. They're on Amazon. They're on Hulu. You can watch them, you know, and then by the time I get around to sitting down to watch them, they're, off of Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. <laughs> that happened with the with the new Star Trek movies. That happened with the Toxic Avengers. That happens all the time to me. Where it's like, okay, I'm yeah, I'm gonna finally get around to sitting down and watching this movie. Oh look, it's not on Netflix anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's still available to rent for like you know three bucks or whatever. But you know, That's I'm also my I'm, problem with people that say you don't need to buy DVDs when you've got Netflix. You're a glorified renter. And you're not in control of what you're renting. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Basically. That was one of the reasons why I, I, I canceled mine. I just canceled it. Yeah, I'm like, number yeah, one, like, it's, I can't afford it. Half the stuff I wanted to watch is gone now. Yeah. Like, yeah. half the library is missing from when I signed up a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And barely, no it, people are canceling. Yeah. And I barely watch it. It's like, what's, why am I paying eight bucks a month and not using it? Mm-hmm. You know, any movie I want to see on a regular basis, I go out and buy the fucking Blu-ray anyway. So, why don't why don't I just... Because I've got two copies of some movies because I accidentally forgot I had it. <laughs> that happened to me with yep. Seven. I, I, <laughs> I bought a copy of Seven on Blu-ray, d- misplaced it, went out and bought another copy, and then came home. I'm like, I swear I bought this movie before. Found my copy. 
<laughs> I'm like, a few weeks ago, I went and bought the South Park movie, then came back and found my old copy of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've got. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, yeah, I, I do the same. I buy movies, and I'm like, oh shit, I already had this. Fuck. <laughs> I almost did that with the first Expendables movie. I'm like. I don't have this. Let me open and then I, I'm going through my DVDs. Oh, here it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I bought the third one just recently. Because I like the, I like that. I like the third. One. I like the, I like the second and third ones better than I like the first one. But um, the, this may shock you guys, but I have three copies of the Simpsons movie. <laughs> <laughs> three different copies of the Simpsons movie. I have the DVD in full screen and widescreen, and I have the Blu-ray. <laughs> Dome. <laughs> the sound of the utter lack of shock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bought the uh, I bought the full screen version. Not I didn't even look to see if it was full screen or widescreen. I bought it the day it came out, and then I was watching. It, I'm like, oh shit! I bought the fucking full screen version, and then I saw the widescreen for like five bucks somewhere. So I bought that, and then I was just out uh, recently and saw the Blu-ray for five bucks. I'm like, well, shit! <laughs> I'm buying this. So yeah, I literally have three copies of the Simpsons, three different copies of the Simpsons movie. Well, I have let's see, one, two, three, four. I think four copies of um, um, Star Wars: The A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Because <laughs> I have the original V. I have the I have the VHS that came out in '95. I have the first special revamped edition that came out in '97. I have the DVD that came out in 2004. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I just bought it on Blu-ray because because Steelbook. I wanted I I, bought, I had the Steelbook. So 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 basically, what you're saying is you can sit there and and be like, hmm, do I want to see Han or Greedo shoot first, or see them shoot each other at the same time? I actually like I liked I liked I actually like that that I like that they they went with he did change it to shooting at the same time I do like that because it's it's more because I never under you know granted I understand now what they were making him to be a, like the the heel he was um shooting you know for shooting first like that but it was like I never understand why you yeah, never understood why they had him shoot first when he was going to end up at the end of the movie be, becoming a hero you know. Yeah. Um, well, you know, they, when they first put out the Blu-ray, it was like a hundred bucks to get the trilogy, and it was yeah. like, and my logic was, no, if Greedo shoots first, it's not worth a hundred bucks. <laughs> well, I heard, I heard, I heard. See, the thing with me, I was told that they went back and replaced Yoda in all the movies with the digital Yoda from from Clones and and, and um, Return of the Sith. They replaced... No, they didn't replace no. them. I, I know they didn't replace them in in, in um, Empire Strikes Back because I watched them. I'm like, oh, that's still Puppet Yoda. I'm like, well, why why, why, why was they like, what you know, that? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I know in Phantom Menace they replaced them with digital. Yeah, that I do know because I watched it because my my mom has has the... She has the Blu-ray DVD, you know... Release of all the films, right? And I was watching the the updated Blu-ray and it, it, the up, updated DVD, and it, I know they replaced in the in Phantom Menace they replaced them, but the other ones I don't they they didn't. I was like, okay. Yeah, I got uh, I I just got the Blu-ray of the original trilogy. Well, uh, I don't have all three of the trilogy. I bought um, A New Hope and Empire because it was like two for ten bucks at Soundgarden. So you know, oh, I that's had not- to. 
Yeah, I, I think yeah. I paid. I think I paid thirty. Uh, it's the uh, it's the UK release of the Blu-ray, but it's region free. Yeah. Well, mine, 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 mine. The only reason, main, and the other reason I bought them too is a, I had been, I'd had a few beers, and um, B, um, steel. They, I like steel. I have this weird affectation. I like the steel books now, <laughs> so I, I try and buy the steel book versions of a lot of my movies. Like, so I got the steel book, the steel book versions. <laughs> Yeah, I got mine was a mine was like a three pack. It had the the original trilogy, well, you know, the the current version of the original trilogy on uh, on Blu-ray it was it got it from Amazon UK for like thirty bucks. So it's like okay, that's way better than spending sixty or a hundred bucks on it. So yeah, let me get that now. Because I'd seen all the Star Wars movies, I just didn't own any of them. <laughs> oh yeah trust me i remember I, I never actually saw any of the, the first editions of the reworkings in theaters but the the, the day the day the the, the 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 trilogy came out on vhs i was at i was at kmart <laughs> <laughs> right there at like 10 a.m like picking up the first copy i saw <laughs> you know it's like mm -hmm. yeah and then just sat and watch them watch them all watch them all morning Ah, uh, Kmart. <laughs> I used to love that place. I am very damn proud, and I'm going to admit it here. I was a criminal back in high school. I am proud to say that I am part of the reason why they had they had to put a security system in that place. Nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> my brother and I shoplifted a lot of things in that place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you surprised know. you were able to find anything with the way they laid the, their fucking store out. <laughs> Well, we used to you used to know where this we well it was out of like. This is probably be, and, that was probably before they really went the fuck downhill and. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was this was like early nineties. Yeah. So like, this is like when the cigarettes were 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 in front of you didn't have to get the cigarettes behind the counter. That was that's what I used to I used to shoplift all the time with cigarettes because I used to go sell them at, at high school. We used to skip school all the time, right? And we we would hang out with our friends from a, a different high school, and the one time like. You know, this girl stole cigarettes from the local grocery store here, and uh, the next time we skipped school, my buddy, like, you know, tried to do the exact same thing she did, and he got caught. And me and my other buddy, like, bounced. And we went to, uh, like, we went to the library, and he's like, you got a quarter? Yeah. He says, can I have a quarter? Like, uh, sure. So I hand him a quarter. What's Dan's number? <laughs> So I give him my friend's number and he calls and his mom answers. He says, hey, is Dan there? She's like, no, he's in school. She's like, are you sure? So he damn well better be. <laughs> and then we start, we go back and we walk, uh, you know, we're walking by the grocery store. We see all the cop cars there and he's getting loaded in the back of the cop car. <laughs> I think he got like a $75 fine or something like that for trying to steal, yeah. you know, like what was well, like, what, like I a $5 the, pack the letters... of cigarettes? The letters say it's like you have to pay like seventy five or five times what you stole, whatever was is more expensive. Yeah, because that's what that's what happened. When both my brother and I got caught, you know, because we got caught by the same guy, not at Kmart, but at Phase. <laughs> Which you know, you know, who those who don't know what Phase is, is uh, Phase used to be Phase a thing. Was Eckerd, <laughs> which became which is now Rite Aid. So yeah, Phase used to be a thing. I remember Phase. <laughs> 
Well, I'm just talking to our listeners. Yeah, you know, we have we have we we we. <laughs> oh, I know. We have a lot of Forrest Gump smart listeners like Laura Moore. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but she, apparently she can't hear us, so she ripped off her ears. So <laughs> <laughs> she was, but, yeah. she was trying to convince huh? Brian to uh, that we were supposed to be in Niagara Falls for the show on Wednesday, and she's <laughs> like, she's like, Joe told me to tell you that you're supposed to be in Niagara Falls. I'm like, why would I relay a message through you? And she said, because I'm trustworthy. I said, you're so trustworthy that when I got a spam message on Facebook from a potential, from what I assume was a scammer, I asked JT if it was possibly you. <laughs> <laughs> and then she did a response and she conveniently went quiet, right? Yeah, it wasn't her. I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't her, but... Uh... You like know. all I know is that she's told me she told she she told me what her name was. That doesn't mean that it couldn't have been her, right? Because you you, you know you can, you can change your name on a dime on Facebook, so sure, just like you can change your name on a dime on Twitter too. So it's not like the you know my money is unless you actually showed me what it looked like. I that's the thing. She none of her pictures on her Twitter profile are actually any clear, so you can't actually even tell what she looks like. That's well, why I even question if she's even a fee, if she's even a she. <laughs> well, I went on a I I, I reverse image searched the uh, uh, the the image that the person had, and it was like some porn star or something. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, okay, this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who it was, but it was, but basically, like the first result that comes up is like. Oh, this is so and so, and she's a porn star, and uh, African scammers use her picture when they're, you know, <laughs> trying to scam you. Like, oh, okay, cool, gotcha. <laughs> Report. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I like when I first got the Blu-ray, I was trying to sit down and watch Star Wars, and like actually just sit there and watch a movie for, you know, as long as I could hold out watching a movie. I got through the first one, and I'm like, eh, I'll get to the second one later. <laughs> Still haven't gotten to the second one. That's the downside of buying it. Yeah. So there's pretty, I gotta be pretty the... obvious counter-argument when we were talking about a movie that you had for, what, three years two or so, JT, that didn't work. <laughs> so there's, there's obvious downside. I mean, I, I have this conversation with a lot of people where, you know, there's the whole digital versus physical medium thing. And, uh, you know, I know JT's a fan of physical media. I'm a fan of digital media. Uh, somebody I know was talking about uh, they wanted to watch the uh, original It. And she was like, she was like, oh, you know, I just spent the four bucks to rent it on, you know, Amazon or whatever. And I'm like... You know, if I would have known you were looking for it, it was five bucks earlier on uh, Google to own. And she's like, oh, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't own it digital. I have to have a physical copy. I'm like, OK, cool. I understand oh. that. But me? Fuck it. <laughs> I have I have some movies I bought on digital. I yeah. like I have I have a voodoo account. I bought I buy some movies on some dig on digital because it's like. You know, I don't have a problem with it, but like, if you're going to ask me the choice, I I would prefer having a physical copy. Well, like, which is which like, is what like, I'm saying. You would prefer, like, 
I have like my copies of like the movie singles. That's on Voodoo. I don't have a physical copy of that. Or um, can't hardly wait. Um, mm-hmm. What other movies? Uh, the Transformers. Well, I do have Transformers on DVD, but for t- for 1080 HP, I I download it. I I have a I have a digital copy. Um, and I have um, what else do I have? Trading Places. Um, those are all I have. All I all own those all on digital. You know. Yeah. So I don't like. I, it's not like. Well, I'm not I, saying I, that you're opposed to it. I'm saying that you prefer to have your physical media, yeah. though. Yeah. And plus, too, it, it makes me a better person because when you buy like the Blu-ray, Blu-rays now come like so stacked. You, they come with the DVD copy and a digital copy, and you can give the digital copy away to your friends. And you can give the DVD <laughs> copy to your friends. So. That's how I got Guardians too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot of the have... videos have the widescreen included as well. It's yeah. partly because the medium has taken a big uh, financial hit of what you guys have been talking yeah. about. It is what it is. I, I don't know if physical copies are completely going to disappear anytime soon. I think there's an inevitability that they're just going to keep losing their market share, but as long as yeah. there's customers willing to pay for it, you know, best, it's... I, I'm not as nice as JT. I'm not Best as nice as JT. To, Best Buy's trying to do it because I was in Best Buy on Friday and they literally moved their Blu-ray and CD section to the back of the store so you can't mm-hmm. find it. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen it happen in music big time. And yeah. in the last 15 years, it's really declined. You know, music stores shutting down left, right, and center. That's mm-hmm. just... Uh, yeah, we that, two of our music the, stores around here. That's just supply and demand. As long as there's competition... You're going to have, you know, a variety of reasons people choose one or the other or a combination of both. You know, like your friend who wanted to watch it, right? Oh, let's mm-hmm. say you have four hours to kill. You want to sit around and wait for Amazon to ship it for three days or you just want to fucking pay four bucks and watch it? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that coming back all back to the beginning of the conversation about comfort and convenience versus, I mean, I get it. I, I bought a physical copy of a video game this week. <laughs> I don't do that Sucker. a lot anymore, <laughs> but yeah. I did because partly because I had the collection and I, it's a really good series I enjoy. Sure. Um, but I, I did have to get up physically and go get it. So I, I and that is can a deterrent sometimes. I mean, there's other times where it's just easier enough to either pay for it and stream it immediately or in case of video games, start the download and go to work. And play it when you get home. So I like or, to, yeah, I, I like to, I like to buy physical uh, the digital copies of video games now because it's just it, it's the convenience mm-hmm. factor. Um, but the 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 downside is like with games like NHL or uh, you know series games like that where where it's you know you're probably not gonna go back and play last year's because this year's is just last year's with updates. Yeah, but um, you're not. You're only going to get like three dollars from GameStop, right? I mean, but trading value too. Like, like I can't. Probably more expensive yeah. than the bus ticket to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, not. I mean, you know, you get a. Sometimes they'll run promotions though, where it's like, oh, if you trade in this towards the new one, you know, we'll give you double what you're going to get. So you get six bucks. So you're you're actually Ooh. getting an extra dollar from the five bucks it takes you to go to the game store and back or whatever you know. anyway then, uh, then you have to account for the time it took you to get there what else too. you could have been doing yeah. sitting See, on the that, bus so, but that's i mean that's I... that's the downside for for you know for me for uh digital video games is i can't just be like well here's 17 i want to trade it in towards 18 
And then I get like, you know, it's it's usually about 20 bucks if you trade it in like right before the new one comes out. I think they've cracked down on that a lot over the years, to be honest with you here. You, Maybe might, be, you might be right. I haven't done it in years because I've been buying digital copies. I used copies. to run the game scam for years where you could go and get like, go to like a Blockbuster, for example, and get like a game they'd have on sale or you trade in and get like multiple copies and then go turn around and flip it. And you could actually make money doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. Not a lot, but you essentially are always, always in the black instead of, you know, the red because you could be savvy. I did that for at least five years where you just flip games. My friends were even more hardcore about it than I was, that's for sure. The stuff I'm selling on, stuff I'm selling on eBay is all stuff I bought at thrift stores for way less than what I'm selling it on eBay for. <laughs> that's probably why you're still trying to push that jacket on people. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't even buy it this time. <laughs> yeah. I would have bought that if if, if if you put that up like three months ago I probably would, I probably would have it and be sitting in my closet right now <laughs> well that's I mean like it's not even like it's not even like I'm trying to to flip these it's just like these are I, I've wore them once and they're sitting here and they're collecting dust and they need to go so like I sold I sold a, poor, a pair of uh, snakeskin boots that I paid like 20 bucks for I got 30 bucks for them I got 30 bucks plus shipping for them. And eBay, because this is the first thing I've sold in a long time on eBay, eBay's like, yeah, we're holding the money until the guy gets the item. It's like, wait a minute, but why are you holding the shipping money that I was going to spend to ship it to the guy? Oh, well, so I had to pay for that out of pocket so I could get the money <laughs> that he sent me for shipping. Nah, that's just thirty something a bucks by the way. For them to do it that way, thirty something yeah, that bucks was... by the way to ship Barkley. <laughs> I, I was looking into it when I was looking into shipping the shipping those boots. That was that's what that was what it was like when um I shipped my first Amazon package. It took forever for me to get the money. They they kept, oh well you'll get it this week. No, oh we're gonna wait. Another, you have to wait another week for. It's like but I shipped this thing five minutes after you told me it was sold. Yeah. Why am I waiting so goddamn long for the money? That's the thing. The guy paid me immediately, and it goes into my PayPal account, and it says, pending. What the fuck, pending? And then it's like, oh, you'll get your money within 21 days. Like, what the fuck within 21 days? Like, can't you at least give me the 1125 or what the fuck ever the guy paid for shipping so I can, you know, not have to spend that out of pocket? Because clearly if I'm trying to sell shit on eBay, I kind of need money. Mm -hmm. Like okay, I guess I'm paying this eleven bucks out of pocket, and I'll get it back in twenty-one days. Package should be there tomorrow, so I'm hoping that once he marks it complete, they'll be like, okay, he's got the item, he marked it as complete. Here's your money. But whatever. I don't desperately need it at the moment. It's just like, give me my fucking money, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. yeah that's so, why pawn shops exist still. Yeah. See, that's, see, like you said, getting back to what you were talking about, about the video games, since I got the PlayStation 4, it's been like, shit, I don't have to buy video games anymore. I'll just, okay, I can, I, I, I that, that's, that's where I've gone mostly, because I basically, that's what I do now. It's like, okay, oh, this is coming out. I can pre-order this. Like, it's like the new, the new South Park game, the fractured butthole. Um, <laughs> 
it, it, if you pre-ordered it, I don't know if they're still offering, but like a couple months ago, if you pre-ordered it, you got the um the stick of truth. It came with it. So I got two games, and I all I had to do was pre-order pre-order it, and then now I'm, now next month when it comes out, it I just download it. So it's like I'm I'm, I'm definitely liking the, the with the video games. Like, and it's a lot less. You don't have like like if you. you you know, you got none of you guys have been to my house, but you see my house. I have a shit ton of video games everywhere. You know, I have them so uh, I have them hidden in places. I have them mixed in with my DVDs. I've got so many of them here. <laughs> you know, but yeah, and it's like it's kind of nice to say like, okay, I don't have like thirty freaking PlayStation Four games because I only have like four or five that I actually bought physical copies of, and the rest they've all downloaded. Yeah, I uh, I I do like the convenience factor, and I um. I get great deals on Black Friday for games that I want, which is why I won't, uh, you know, I haven't bought NHL yet, that and I'm broke, uh, and why I haven't, you know, uh, bought some other games that or pre-ordered some other games that I would normally get is because I know I got a great deal on everything I wanted. Last year on Black Friday, I spent like 30 bucks on games that had just come out like two months earlier. And got two games, so it's probably what I'll do again this year. Just wait till Black Friday. Like, hey, look, games I want. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, be back into a better financial situation by then too. So, <laughs> well, we all hope for that. Yeah, I might go back to my old job. Got a phone call Tuesday. My phone told me about it Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was sitting in my room and playing playing video games, and my phone lights up. Like, why the fuck is my phone lighting up at two o'clock in the morning? It's like you have two new voice uh, two new voicemails. Like, who who's calling me at two o'clock in the morning? It's like you have a voicemail from Monday and you have a voicemail from Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like it's Thursday morning. <laughs> what the fuck? And the ones is my old boss. Hey, give me a call. Called him up. Next day. <laughs> hey, boss, what's up? Oh, I'm going to try and put you back on the schedule. Okay, cool. <laughs> Money. Went like three days with like barely any work. And then suddenly it's like I start auditioning for um, some audiobooks. And then the guy that regularly hires me for audi- audiobooks was like, can you give me a quote on this book? Yeah, sure. And then somebody I auditioned for was like, yeah, you're perfect. You're hired. (laughs) So now I went from like no money to like, ooh, here's 300 bucks worth of stuff due in four days. Which I should probably start on soon. (laughs) So, yeah, money. Money good, beer good. <laughs> yes. Money good. Grab asses bad. <laughs> now I'm going to go watch that after the show. We're at 47 minutes. We we haven't mentioned any of it yet. We beat last week. I almost we, did. <laughs> I almost did. He mentioned it. Nah. <laughs> oh, nah, that was a Metallica reference. Sure yeah. it was. It was. Sure. From uh from the uh 
Napster bad, uh, Napster bad shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. The ah, fuck is that noise? <laughs> My neighborhood is quiet as fuck unless I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> I was set up in the studio on Wednesday and Brian gets here and he says, dude, no, we're doing the show outside. It's nice out. Like, no, it's quieter than the No, no, we're doing the show outside. It's quiet out right now. Come on. Let's get the stuff. Let's go. So I set up outside. As soon as I sit down, there's this kid on this, like, uh, I don't know, like motorbike kind of thing. <laughs> just zipping past the house. Like, just back and forth. Seems to slow down right in front of the house. It's got, like, a lawnmower engine, so he's... He, He's standing right in front of my house trying to start this thing up. It's like, this is why I wanted to do the show inside. It would have been quieter, at least. <laughs> Only when I'm doing podcasts. Otherwise, it's pretty quiet around here. Trying to keep some quality control on these damn things. <laughs> You know, because I've been doing such good quality control for the past, what, six years we've been doing this? <laughs> you couldn't be doing good quality control. You put our asses on there. <laughs> I, I, I let Coaster be on the show with his... I know. Every week. <laughs> I think he... He joins in from his phone and then doesn't realize it's going to pick up him tapping his phone. Ah, yeah, that's probably oh, yeah. it. That makes sense. That's maybe, what maybe that, my he's... sarcastic tweets to him should be a little bit more blatant then. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because I don't like being a douche, but yeah. Yeah, I did. I'll, I'll I let said. you do it. For me. Me. It doesn't bother me so much. No. Like last week, it got really annoying. It's like, dude, people are trying to talk and all we're hearing is. <laughs> that's that's like and he's playing fucking drum hero on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's very it's very prominent when Drow is talking because it, it almost overpowers her at times. Yeah, I noticed that too. And um... <laughs> all right, it's agreed. We cut off his fingers. Done. Yes. <laughs> his new name on the show will be Stumpy. <laughs> I keep telling him he's building a house or some shit. That's what it sounds like. Pretty much. I didn't realize that he's actually that. That's uh, Mark's probably absolutely right. He's texting or something. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely, yeah, yeah. It's definitely that. Oh, Mark is is right as usual. He's. <laughs> I'm smart. SMRT. A lot, a lot He's of a smart mark. Correctness going on, unfortunately. You're not here, man. Get that be right once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's a smart mark. He's a smart I'm Triple H's best friend. <laughs> he's a smart mark. Mr. And there it is. We referenced wrestling. Ah, <laughs> uh, 51 minutes in. Oh, 50, almost 52. It's 51, 50, uh, so... It, we'll, we'll give it 52 minutes in. I, I've been, I had 52 eight. 
conversations about Netflix and changing shit in Star Wars. <laughs> That's close enough. It, it, well, I did make... No, it is, man. Revisionist history, WWE Network, TNA Network, all oh, that's related. A lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, don't remember I was trying so hard I not to reference. I did, I did, you know, if you want to get technical, I did kind of make a couple references when I was talking about Gotham, but, you know, <laughs> kind of went, you know, over I, the head. I, I said half of the word wrestling, and I'm like, oh, nope, can't say that. <laughs> And then I had to refrain from being like, yeah, I bought the WWE video game on Black Friday last year. <laughs> JT said something about somebody being a heel and nobody said anything. So I thought, uh, okay, technically yeah, that doesn't yeah. count. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah that, that was about, um, yeah, that was, like I said, it was during my Gotham talk. And I was talking about um, um, Selena Kyle doing the heel move. Well, you, you, it was mostly as well about um fucking Han Solo. Han Solo, yeah. And that was oh, yeah, that it was too. changed. It was changed because um, Hitler, or whatever he's called, the bastard that keeps changing these movies, didn't want people to think that Han was all that evil. They he wanted didn't... people to think he was actually no, self-defense. No, this is George Lucas here. I That's didn't change the it. Thing. I didn't change it to be evil. I changed it to make it better. <laughs> <laughs> he changed it so that, that Han came off better. Given I didn't change it. I made awful. it better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you improved upon it, Hitler. Well done. I find it fascinating that you will never have the, the theatrical release on home media. It's never happened. It never will. Well, it, it came out. It came out. It, they, he, they, no, they released a version yeah, on Yeah, I found it on the network, so I have um, No, We're talking all, about Star Wars, right? All of the yeah, home media releases... Sure including the first one, have been changed from the original 1970s theatrical release. Oh, I, I don't know. I thought I thought the ones that they released, like, in, like, 2006 or something. Like, I know they released a, a two-disc versions of them, and on the second disc, on the bonus disc, had the original versions. I thought that, that those ones were, were um, you know, because those were the only times they were actually somewhat released on, DV, on DVD, and, but they weren't like done really well from what I heard from what I read the reviews they were done really well it was like instead of like 5.1 surround it was like 2.0 whatever <laughs> you know the digital you know it, it, they, they, George Lucas went through and made it so it made it crappy made them crappy so well, they, from, they, they want you to buy it again like, eventually when they put it out yeah, exactly. Because well, JT's got like five copies. Of no, I, I never bought those. I never, I never bought those versions of it because I had already because like a year or two before is when they they officially the official DVD box set came out, and I'm like, I'm not buying these things again. I already shelled out enough money. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get it so I can have the fucking original ones. I have them on v, a VHS from 1995. If I want to watch them that bad, I got the VCR here. I'll plug the VCR in and I'll watch them then. You have the steelbook version. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Got to double check on that because you you went on about that for a bit, being your new collector <laughs> thing. And... Well, yeah, yeah, I do like. That's it, fine. But... You want it, you? I got a couple steel try, books. I, I get do it. Try, right? I do try. Well, yeah, I've, some of them are pretty cool. Like I got like I've got Rogue One on Steelbook. I got the um. I got Civil War or yeah. Steelbook. I got X Men Apocalypse. The Steel books are cool. I like them. I'm sorry. Do you have it... do you have do you have steel on Steelbook? <laughs> got that. That's the one no. to have. No, sorry, 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 G. I don't have that. Sorry. Shut up. Disappointed me, man. Okay. 
I don't have and I don't have Guardians two on Steelbook. Apparently that that was the four K version that came out on Steelbook. It will. It'll happen. <laughs> I, uh, I I was gonna say earlier I'm not as nice as JT when I get my uh, Blu-ray with the digital copy. I get the, I keep the digital copy just so I can watch it anywhere I go. <laughs> Maybe not so much well, now that I don't travel nearly as much because like it used to be like okay well I have to go back and forth to work. Maybe I'll want to watch Deadpool on the bus. <laughs> well, see, if my thing you is... have time to watch a whole movie during your commute, you have a bad commute. Yeah, I had a long ass commute. I did. What was your Sunday again? Like two hours? It was I, like two hours. I would leave my house on Sundays at like ten to eight to get to work by eleven. See, there you go. It was two and a half hours each way every day. So that's why, like, if I go back, my deal is like oh, no Sundays. Well, no, not even no Sundays, just it's more of, uh, look, I'm going to come back, I want to work two days, I want back-to-back days, and I want to stay there in between shifts. I don't want to come home. That way so I only got to make this commute once. hotel overnight. Yeah, that way I only got to make the commute once, you know, just give me, a, give me the quietest room you can give me, and I'll bring a microphone so I can still work during the day. And That would be a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, just that way I don't have to go back and forth. That's like what I asked him for was like, give me Monday and Tuesday and let me stay in the hotel on Monday. Well, so, it is a hotel. I'm sure they have room. Yeah, so that, especially this time of year. So, so that way I'm not like, okay, I have to, okay, like, I have to stop what I'm doing. I have to leave the house at 830. I have to go to work and then I'll get home at like 930 in the morning and still have more work to do. And get like no sleep and have to leave again at 8.30. Like, so that's exactly what I asked him for was let me work Monday, Tuesday, let me stay Monday. That way I don't got to come home. You're basically the Brock Lesnar of hotel workers. Pretty you much. You demanded what you want and you won't settle for anything less. Pretty much. <laughs> he won't relinquish the name tag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Although I, I didn't didn't your buddy Scott end up being the transitional champion of the name tag? <laughs> he had my old name tag actually. He, he uh, when I was training him, he was wearing a name tag that said Joe, and I'm like, uh, dude, do you want me to put your name on that name tag? And he goes, No, it's okay. <laughs> like, okay, sure, what the fuck ever, I don't care, I'm out of here. <laughs> well, that's because that's because he is a dick because his name is Scott. <laughs> I've actually got my name tag uh, that I had towards the end. It's it's uh, one of those magnetic ones. I got it. Uh, it's on my mic stand in my studio. <laughs> uh, what do you say we do a break song and then we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, the crap we're supposed to be talking about on this show. Sure. <laughs> and it's Noise's break song this week. Yeah, I don't really have a fancy introduction. This is just Spinal Tap with Break Like the Wind, an amazing song. And <laughs> Spinal Tap. Parody bands. Here it is. The parody bands are cool. Here it is on Board Wrestling Fan. Thank you. 
Ah, Spinal Tap. The first band to die in Springfield. There will be no encore. (laughs) The first (laughs) band to die in Springfield, yes. (laughs) Uh, No, they died in Spring Den. It's fine. Hello, Cleveland! (laughs) (laughs) Ah... I got to promote a new wrestling show. The I think this is the last week for this ad. I, I it might have been last week. I don't know, but whatever. If it's not, if it wasn't, then they get a free week. Okay. Uh, new wrestling show, the Pro Wrestling Top Five. YouTube.com/slash the Pro Wrestling Top Five. Latest episode: Top Five Randy Savage matches. Uh, the host writes for PW Torch. Uh, PW Torch. <laughs> And his co-host was senior editor for ProWrestling.net. Again, that's YouTube.com/slash the Pro Wrestling Top Five. That Randy Savage one was the first one they had. They they need to make more content. I I right. don't know if they've updated since then or not. Oh, I, just, okay, just, okay. I have I checked like two weeks ago and that one was still up. Um, let's see YouTube slash the Pro Wrestling. I probably top five. stop making comments about our sponsors. Yeah, that's their most recent one. It's still the. Uh, Top uh, five Randy Savage matches. I actually had a guy who was like, hey, I want to be the official energy provider of your podcast, but I'll get back to you. Like, What uh, does that even mean? I, who knows? <laughs> Is he going to like ship us all some two-hour energy drinks to take before the show so we all hype? <laughs> No, I, is he going to pray for us, like, on Facebook? <laughs> no, I, I think he wanted to be our official energy provider. Like, he wanted to, uh, like, uh, he, he wants to power our homes or something. I don't I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> He's going to attach a solar panel to your soundboard. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah. We're a wrestling podcast, apparently, but uh, <laughs> there, there was there was wrestling on TV this week. It was actually pretty good. Although I'm now 80% sure that Vince Russo is writing for Raw again. Because everything is a shoot promo? It's work, a shoot. Work shoot. Mo- we shoot on Monday nights, brother. <laughs> What's that? What's Back that? Mo- on, what's man. that? What's that noise? We shoot on Monday nights. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah, basically. At least SmackDown was fun. Yeah. Kevin well, Owens showing every sense of the word. <laughs> well, you so know they gave uh, giving himself a concussion yeah. for shits and giggles. Yeah. In front of Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, to go back to Raw real quick, they uh, they they gave Jason Jordan his heat back <laughs> after Roman Reigns completely took the piss out of him last week. No, he still lost. He lost, sure, but this week it was uh, like he lost last week, and Roman Reigns came out like, "Why did it take you twenty minutes to beat a rookie?" And it was like, "Way to fucking kill Jason Jordan," <laughs> you know. And then this week it took Roman Reigns twenty minutes, and John Cena's like. Yeah, not so easy, is it? <laughs> and they made Jason look good in the match. Sure, he lost, but he looked good in the match. Well, he is Kurt Angle's son. <laughs> Roman's getting that CM Punk treatment where it's like, you, you have to make the other guy look good. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go over, but make the other guy look good. 
And then Braun Strowman beat the shit out of, like, Brock Lesnar and John Cena. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so that there was that. And then the Enzo and Miz bit where, you know, more shoot promos. When Michael Cole stopped saying, oh my, and starts saying he's shooting from the hip, that's when I know Russo is back. <laughs> but yeah Smackdown for me was certainly the better show I think for everyone it was the better show dude <laughs> I don't know man Brian, Brian Zane Brian Zane gave the nod to Raw this week on uh, on who wore it better on Wrestling With Regret oh, he fucked up well I'm sure he regrets that yeah <laughs> that's why he calls it Wrestling With Regret Mm-hmm. Nailed it. <laughs> you know, Smack, SmackDown was the loaded show. It was the Kevin's Owens show, and it sure. was uh, it was good. Well, not I all of it. There was Sin some City, because Las Vegas doesn't exist anymore. It, not anymore, no. It used to, though. I remember <laughs> like Sioux Falls, <laughs> which is where they were last week, and then didn't mention it at all. Just wiped off the map. I wonder how Shayna Baszler felt about that, because that's where she's from. It probably felt pretty bad. Probably felt worse about uh about not winning in that match thingy, but whatever. I tell you, I enjoyed all of the Tuesday night uh, WWE stuff. I enjoyed SmackDown. I enjoyed uh, the the May Young Classic Finals, and God help me, I enjoyed Two Hundred Five Live. No, that sucks. <laughs> so now Vince Russo is writing our podcast. Never mind. <laughs> Swerve. I thought, I thought, I thought you're gonna drop in the the red carpet special. There's apparently some kind of. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were going to forget 205 exists. (laughs) No, if if Vince Russo was running this podcast, (laughs) Han would not have shot first, Peter would not have shot first, it would have been uh, Chewbacca on the pole, man. (laughs) (laughs) I... Well, because, like, I wanted to, I watched the Mae Young Classic, and then it's like, okay, well, 205 Live's coming on. Like, alright, I got nothing better to do. Fuck it, let me watch this, and, uh... Like I, I don't remember much of it, but I remember there being a segment with uh, with Drew Gulak. I have seen some of that, and that was amazing. Like he fucking pulled up Okada's Tekken character. He did, yeah. He was he was uh, <laughs> he was presenting a PowerPoint uh, presentation, uh, and then uh, uh, Breezango came out. Oh, I didn't know Breezango there. Yeah, Breezango came out, and they uh, as the fashion police and arrested him. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. It was like, man, this is like, if this show was like this every week, it might be worth watching. There was that, and then uh, the uh, Jack Gallagher uh, Jack Gallagher heel turn. No, they can't turn it. No, why Jack... do they have to make every British person evil? That's just racist. Jack Gallagher turned heel, and he aligned with uh, the Brian Kendrick. Well, you racist. gotta admit that mustache is a pretty heelish thing. But he he does look like a dick. I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny that like he gets married and turns heel in the same weekend. Connection, <laughs> maybe. So it's racist and sexist, is what you're saying. His wife turned him <laughs> I don't know his wife. I could be wrong. <laughs> I just saw a picture. That was it. 
Drew Gulak was on Twitter afterwards apologizing to all the fans of the WWE universe for <laughs> not being able to finish his PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> Along with a couple of other things, but yeah. Didn't, Google didn't like and his a, PowerPoint are going to be great. Didn't he get like a shuttle from Microsoft or something? Yeah, for they, I, I saw <laughs> that they gave him a shower, but I didn't, I didn't actually read it. I heard <laughs> something about Microsoft. I, enjoy, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I think he went. You, it was a, it was a nice flow for the night because you had the whole like Kevin Owens show deal on SmackDown and the, uh, you know, Vince McMahon uh, beatdown and all that shit. So you had the very like serious like this is serious and this guy just beat up a 72 year old man who's the owner of the company and had permission to do so from the owner of the company and uh then you go and it's like okay here's your feel-good moment of uh Kyrie sane winning the may young classic and then the uh here's your humor for the night <laughs> Yeah, uh, apparently, Microsoft Office tweeted back at him, bought slide three, Captain, with a picture saying, we can't cruise a weight to see the rest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's yeah. when the paperclip dude should show up and say, we see you're trying to make puns. <laughs> Drew Gulak has, um, what you call it, he has Dolph Ziggler's gimmick, but he's making it funny. He's doing well with it. His thing is that he hates high flyers and he presents arguments why high flying shouldn't be a thing. See, that's where he should have made a 9-11 joke. Because it's the week to do it. <laughs> Just then. Right? Yeah, but I don't think they'd have... They'd have... No, no, they definitely would not. <laughs> no, certainly not. They, they had their tribute at the beginning of SmackDown. They want to touch that. <laughs> Although, maybe they could replay that old Stephanie video that people complaining about once again this people year. People still haven't forgotten about it. Oh, yeah, it's like an annual thing. <laughs> Her family knows what it's like to be attacked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> fucking dumbass. And then, of course, by the end of the episode, guess who gets attacked, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've never actually seen the episode. I'm guessing Stephanie. No, Vince. Oh, He's talking about yeah, SmackDown this week. Oh, we yeah, this week. Bite. Yeah, Vince got a headbutt this yeah. week. And like I the frog splash. I don't know if it's in the news, but Meltzer was like, oh, he pre-bladed backstage. I saw uh, some video where he might have. I, I, I mean, you, you're always going to get the speculation because of their policies and their rules and their double standards. Which, which caused most of the I, debate. I have to think he pre-bladed because you can't trust one good headbutt. Huh. I also saw a video that made it look like he could have actually just bladed while in the ring. When he took the super kick or whatever, it looks like he did the old between-the-fingers uh, razor blade tap to the forehead. I, I, regardless, he bled. So. Yeah. But, but a, lot of, yeah, a lot of people... There's a lot of people that like were getting... Overheated, I guess. That's the best way to put it. Over, over it. It's like this guy is gonna do whatever the fuck he feels like. He makes the rules. So, mm -hmm. why, why, why are people surprised? Come on, you should know this by now. Kennedy McMahon, damn it! The Twenty plus years of him doing this mm -hmm. so since he's become a character. Like he's always gonna, uh, you know, take advantage of of things that he won't let other people do. Double standards, be damned. God damn it. 
So whatever. I, I, I enjoyed the segment. I actually enjoyed most of SmackDown. There's some bits and pieces that were here and there. I was like skipping through it on delay as usual, but I thought I thought Kevin Owens best showing as a character since the Jericho period of time and I, th- I felt that they actually did a good job at building it up going into it and they paid it off as, as it should have been, you know, hell in the cell, of course. Mm-hmm. We talked about it last week and here we are. And it makes sense from what they did on the show. So I'm fine with it. I, I mean, I'm actually interested in it. And, and then that in itself is like a rarity for me with WWE these days. So for me, it's like, Two thumbs up and, and, and two stumpy hands from Poster, I'm sure. If he was there. <laughs> what about, uh, let's talk about uh, Jinder Mahal's promo. Where he was oh, just. Oh, that was really, really weird. Right. Because he it's said not... a shitload of racist things. Oh, and yeah. And said, right. that's what they will say about you. That's right. I forgot about that. He went on like a 10 minute racist tirade against um, Shinsuke Nakamura and just said, that's what they'll say about you. So it's totally fine that I just said it. But before he did that, he's just making fun of Shinsuke Nakamura's mannerisms. Black people, and then saying that's what Hulk Hogan would say about you. Yeah. Uh, But before before he went on this racist tirade, he's just making fun of Shinsuke's, like, facial expressions and mannerisms and shit. Yeah, they imply he was a bit special in the head. Yeah. And he was having seizures and things. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at his mannerisms, though, like Joe mentioned, I mean, that kind of does look like he's having a seizure. Well, but, yeah, he, that is basically his thing, seizure his way to the ring. <laughs> yeah, I, but it's, it's it unique of, to him, and it works, and whatever. It, it kind of um, it invalidates him saying those racist things and saying that's what the audience will say when he's also mocking him yeah. by himself for things that the fans would never say or do. I mean, okay, some I'm people a, like oh, to man. say he looks like he's having a seizure, but it's not like they chant seizure, seizure. Well, I mean, in, 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 the the idea behind the promo was basically, or at least the, the latter half of the promo was, uh, Ginger's like saying all these things in, in, in a sense of like, this is what they say about me, this is what they're going to say about you, it's not worth you winning the title. To have to deal with this, let me deal with it. <laughs> yeah, and that that totally makes sense. I guess I can I can accept that. It made, it made sense to me. It's just I, but I, but I was sitting here like, holy fuck, this took a racist turn. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like this is weird. <laughs> like you, you got the you got the Indian guy making racial remarks about the Asian guy. But then saying, like, oh, well, this isn't me talking. This is what the people are going to say about you if you win this belt. <laughs> I don't know that that's much of a persuasion, though. I mean, if you... I agree the whole thing was just kind of weird. Because, you know, oh, they're going to be horrible to you, so let me keep being the one everybody's being horrible to... I just don't... On what planet is that convincing? That's not even... <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's like if... I, I, I can take my, the abuse. You can't. Yeah, I mean... Uh, if, okay, I'll take that back. It might make a little bit more sense if Shinsuke Nakamura were not already 
an international superstar. Mm-hmm. I've just it's realized worth... what it is. It, it, it's the end of Batman The Dark Knight, right? It's the end of fucking Batman 2. Jinder is the champion we deserve because he can take the punish. He can take the <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura is Harvey Dent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, dear God, make this a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to call Jinder a dark knight, though, in case it sounds racist. <laughs> I, I think the people of India don't like knights. <laughs> yeah, we kind of didn't do very well. <laughs> Just saying, you know. Got a little, kind of got a little history in our podcast sometimes. So <laughs> it was just so dumb. You can't take this hatred. Let me take it. Let me keep this. <laughs> yeah. At least he found a way to keep his anti-American stance while not <laughs> facing an American. I guess. Yeah. It's almost like what Muhammad Hassan should have been and originally was like set out to be in like, you know, the people don't like me because I don't look like them. Well, that, that is what it was. He's just the only reason that character fought is because of the timing of the terrorist attack and well, the Undertaker that character and the black, the black mask dudes, right? Yes. That's the only that's the only reason Hassan failed. Yes, but the fact that he was doing a terror but the fact he was doing a terrorist bit in the ring with the dudes in the masks, like completely went against the the only reason I'm a bad guy is because you don't like me because of the way I look. No, that's after a number of months being around. But prior to to that bit though, prior to that, yeah, sure. Essentially doing what you just said he should be doing. He was doing that. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping WWE doesn't fuck it up and make Jinder a terrorist or something. You know? <laughs> uh, Survivor Series is coming up. Wait for it. <laughs> It'll happen. They're going to refresh his character somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little preview of, of, of them trying to change the character is what you got out of that promo uh, we were talking about. And they'll, uh, they'll tweak it, and I bet you they will cross the line eventually. Although, I hope what they actually do is they turn him into an Indian Supermark fan. Like That'll be kind of fucking talks good. Like, S, like Squared Circle Drug believes Indian fans talk. I, I'm just waiting until they make the, the Bob's and Vagine joke. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's uh, Charlotte for picking Someone's going to make it, man. <laughs> It'll probably be like five years later, but nonetheless. I, I'm just... Uh, or just referring to him as Ramen Reigns and saying he's his biggest fan. You, you guys yeah, totally you guys totally just wrote John Cena's return to SmackDown because it's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be Jinder oh, wanting to... We did. It, it's going to be Jinder wanting to face Jahan Cena. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be, like, we tweeting be him. You <laughs> won't be able to because you can't see me. I beat Shinsuke Nakamura. Now I want to fight Jahan Cena. <laughs> Oh, uh, shit. That, that was pretty much like the summation of, I think, the two big moments. I, I know the New Day won the titles again. What yeah. do you We yeah, knew that was coming, though. Injured. That match was a good match, actually, though. I mean, sure. regardless mm. of that, though, that was the only... I think the rest of it was just everyone retained. James Ellsworth. On the show. James Ellsworth on a leash. Yes, yeah, right, right. Weird. Um, <laughs> Carmella's gone full femdom now, and she's got him on a leash and shit. 
It's really weird. I like it. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's just yeah. Weird. I just I just don't know how he's gonna keep the leash on with no chin. But Ricardo, it's, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's extra tight. Just <laughs> what I'm wondering is how is she gonna run down to the ring for a catching when she's dragging his choking corpse? <laughs> fetch boy, fetch. <laughs> Probably, yeah, it'll work. Yeah. Uh, we got any uh, new Japan stuff to talk about? Apparently, a was shit this week. Well, no, there was two shows, right? Yeah. There was um, the, the, the one that the fans didn't like, and there was one last night. Yeah, the one, uh, the one yesterday was better. Um, one thing that does need to be mentioned right now, though, is that um. Let's just hope that everybody's okay. They were literally driving into a typhoon. Ooh. Guys on the tour bus were shooting footage, and it looked like when Harvey hit here. I mean, there were cars half covered in water, and they're driving in this. I, I don't know what all's going on. I don't know the condition of everything right now, but you know, some of the guys who were posting stuff, it looked really scary, so... So whatever it was that they felt they had to do, I hope everybody's okay over there. War um, Machine posted some stuff. Ricochet posted some stuff. Um, Twitter accounts. So uh, maybe later today we'll find out what all's going on. But uh, yeah, that was kind of scary. Um, the show yesterday actually had some pretty good moments in it. A lot of it was a, a completely painless way to kill an afternoon. Um, one thing that really kind of bugged me, they didn't put any Young Lions matches on this show at all. And so you're seeing them all at ringside, and you're like, oh. Because they're doing two different things right now. They keep bringing out um, Young Lion Brock Lesnar, uh, Kitamura and his new tag team partner, Oda. Uh, Monster Rage is what they're calling their tag team. And so watching the two really, really big... It's even hard to call them Young Lions when you look at them. Um, they're, they're a lot of fun when they're tagging. And, of course, my wrestling son, Kawato, has got to get a match in there. Um He's going to be something super good. You can just tell. But none of them were on the card this time. Oh, well. Um, some of the highlights were um, well, Beretta and Rocky Romero had the final match for Rapongi Vice against Bullet Club with Chase Owens and Tokyo Pimp Yujiro Takahashi. Now, uh, this is basically the final from what happened in Long Beach, because in Long Beach they decided they were splitting up and Trent was going to go heavyweight, but this show in Hiroshima was the official last match of Rapongi Vice, and they've set up a pretty decent little feud between Trent Beretta and Yujiro Takahashi, because Yujiro has gotten the pin on Trent the last two tag matches they've had, and after the match, he'll get on the mic and he'll talk shit to Beretta that, you know, oh, you think you can just jump up and be a heavyweight? It's not that easy. And 
normally that would be totally fair because Yujiro used to be a junior heavyweight too. In fact, he was Naito's tag team partner in No Limit for a long time. But Beretta's way bigger than Yujiro, so it's kind of lost. It's like, you can't tell that story with a guy who's bigger than you. But wrestling-wise, it's kind of interesting, and you know we get to see Trent's you know, coming out party as a heavyweight. He's going to have a one-on-one before too long. Um, way too much Suzuki Goon nonsense all the way through the show. I just really don't like what they're doing with them. Uh, there was a junior heavyweight tag match where Taichi and Kanemaru fought Ricochet and Coach Taguchi. Uh, they called themselves the Funky Future, and they kept the belts. But it just it felt a little bit off. I mean, Taichi and Kanemaru suck anyway, but they just... You thought they were probably going to win because of all the shenanigans, and then when they didn't, I don't know, it was just a little weird. Um, One of the most fun matches, and this is just always going to be true, is a Chaos versus LIJ 10-man tag, and there's all kinds of stuff going on with this. If you watch this, I mean, if you watch the show, definitely watch this match, but it's the post-match shenanigans that are really worth keeping an eye on because we had Ghetto, Will Ospreay, Toriyanu, Ishii, and Okada against all five members of LIJ. And so you had Will Ospreay and Hiromu pairing off because Hiromu's been targeting Will Ospreay. The idea that these two are feuding on Twitter over whether or not Will Ospreay is a cat is one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you about that. Why do I keep seeing Osprey as a cat memes? Because, okay, <laughs> Daryl is in the UK on excursion. Yeah, I saw that. And, He's still uh, here. So he'll, he'll be back eventually, but they're actually <laughs> claiming that Daryl is on excursion. <laughs> He's out of his young boy face, and he's on excursion in the UK. So... The whole thing started... Hiromu started pestering Will Ospreay on Twitter. The the first tweet was something like, you know, dude, are you okay? Da-da-da-da-da. You are a cat. And then Ospreay followed up, no, no, I am not a cat. Yes, yes, you are a cat. It goes on. The, the thread is really long, and by the end of it, it's just this shy of sexting, it's hilarious, <laughs> the whole thing. Um, but because everything that Hiromu touches turns to absolute fucking gold, everybody who saw this just jumped on it, and you know, fans who do wrestling artwork started doing Will Osprey is a cat memes. And Yeah, I, I even saw Natalie tweeted, I'll take him in if he is a cat. <laughs> So like, oh, even people in the E are getting in on this. They're totally getting in on it, because in the case of Natty, uh, there's a chick I follow on Twitter, uh, Tapla, who's a Thai um, fan artist, and she did a little graphic of Will Ospreay as a cat, and 
every time she does something, she'll tag the wrestler in it so they can see it. Will Ospreay is now selling shirts with her image on it that she made for him. Oh, and somebody, I hope she gets a cut of the money. Uh, she better. <laughs> but uh, somebody tweeted a picture of that shirt to Natty. And Natty said how great it was. And then uh, I guess people started filling her in. And they're like, oh, you, know, you should adopt him and have another cat. And <laughs> you know, hashtag crazy cat lady. And everybody who's getting in on it. Fans in Japan are meowing at Osprey everywhere he goes. <laughs> But an osprey is a kind of bird. He's a bird, not a cat. Apparently not anymore, because twice now for the big tag matches, Osprey has come to the ring with a cat nose and whiskers painted on his face. I was going to say, I really hope he comes out dressed as Daryl, but just cat whiskers and nose is fine. The the cat whiskers and nose he's had painted on him, and you know (laughs) he'll come out and he'll. You know, squat down on his haunches and do the little cat thing with his head. Huge man is best. Hiromu does it too, but yeah, like Osprey, you can tell that Osprey's doing it to try to annoy Hiromu, but Hiromu's totally into it, and it just—he's <laughs> grinning the whole time, and it makes him do it even more. And so, yeah, this entire angle of Will Osprey is a cat. I think someone was listening when we suggested that we should have a six-foot-tall six <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> Osprey has become the new Daryl. Well, when they have their eventual singles match, because that's <laughs> what this is building to, and um, I, I'm curious to see how this ends, because um, it's skipping ahead, uh, the junior heavyweight title was defended by Kushida against El Desperado, and Kushida retained. The match was pretty good. It didn't go into great territory, but El Desperado can throw out something that just makes you sit up and go, holy shit, what just happened? So he's actually really good, although the bottom half of his hair is blonde right now, and that I don't get that. really weird. But the match is good. You should check that out. So post-match... Will Ospreay comes out, and he tells Kushida, I fight all over the world, but no matter what accolades I get, I can't beat you. Everything comes back to not being able to beat you. You Best of the Super Juniors beat me at the show in the UK that they had. Until I beat you, nothing else really means anything, because pointed out over and over again, you can't beat Kushida. So Will Ospreay wants a title shot at Kushida. Done piss all to earn one, but, you know, okay, that's how it goes. So those two are in the ring. Here comes Hiromu sauntering out with a big old grin on his face. He rolls into the ring. He's got a microphone. He opens his mouth to start to talk, and Will Ospreay lays him out with one punch to the face. And Hiromu reacts like a cartoon. It's beautiful. I mean, Charlie Chaplin would look at what Hiromu does and go, damn, son, I'm impressed. And then Will just kind of, he does the Yano shrug. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, So where this is going, I don't know. I really hope they don't make it a triple threat match, because... 
those just those never work very well in New Japan. I don't know why, but they just don't. Um, so we're definitely getting Will versus Kushida for the junior heavyweight title at some point, probably at King of Pro Wrestling next month. But Hiromu has been going after Will for a little bit now, just wanting to fight him. So I hope they do something more than just make it a triple threat match. We'll see how that goes. Uh, the the two other big things going on in this 10-man tag were Evil and Okada and Naito and Ishii. And Evil has just had Okada's number at every turn. No matter what's gone on in the tag matches, Evil ends up you know, hitting Darkness Falls on a big pile of chairs in the middle of the ring on Okada and They've really pushed it that Okada just cannot figure him out. That, you know, there's the way Okada's always done stuff, and it's not working for him anymore. I don't think there's any question whatsoever that Okada's going to retain his title at King of Pro Wrestling, but they've definitely made it look like evil could do it. I, I do not see them pulling the trigger on this happening now, but they're really making Evil look like a major threat to Okada's title reign. Um, then you've got Ishii and Naito fighting for the briefcase, and they're they are always going to be good together. Their chemistry is so great, and again. Watch this match and watch the post-match shenanigans with them. Um, pretty much everybody knows about you know, Naito's massive baseball fandom for the Hiroshima Carp. And everybody, I can't remember if I posted this or not, but everybody was wearing the LIJ shirts that have the little baseball guy on them that are done up like the Hiroshima Carp shirts. Red Shoes refed a match wearing an LIJ shirt. Is what this basically was. So that was fun. Um, the main event was Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. That was another one that seemed kind of obvious because after G1, Tanahashi goes off and films a movie. His bicep is still torn in three places. Zack Sabre Jr.'s tapped him out twice. And so it really looked like everybody in Suzuki-Goon was in a title match and that this was going to be the night that they win. And that didn't happen. Not one of them won. Tanahashi still has the IC belt. Um, the match was really good. After it was over, Kota Ibushi comes out. And I don't know what they said to each other, but apparently Ibushi is the next... I see title shot for Tanahashi. There's a lot of speculation that this is how we're going to get Ibushi Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. That Ibushi is going to win the IC title from Tanahashi. Maybe Tanahashi will finally get something done to that bicep. But if Kota has a title and Kenny has a title... Or maybe if Kenny loses the U.S. title, you know, whatever. That would be how we got them. That would be cool. 
but Ibushi versus Omega does not need a title to happen. It's basically the biggest non-title story that you could possibly have. So the idea that they feel they need one is I actually think it would be better without it. But that's um, the last show is going to be this coming Sunday. And that's where the Destruction Tour is going to tie everything up. Uh, this is where we're going to see uh, Kenny Omega defend the U.S. title against Juice Robinson. Um, the third time, they had the same triple threat heavyweight tag title match on all three Destruction shows with War Machine defending against Gorillas of Destiny and Killer Elite Squad from Suzuki Goon. I can't shake the feeling that Killer Elite Squad's going to win it on Sunday because War Machine has retained both times so far. Doing the same exact match three times just seemed kind of stupid. But if the champs have retained twice, I would not at all be surprised to see Killer Elite Squad win it on Sunday. So that's going to be the big thing there. Hopefully it will be decent. The Destruction Tour is never their best show, but the first show this time was really not good. This one was... It was okay. It was enjoyable. There wasn't a whole lot that was terribly unpleasant, but you know, we'll see how it goes if they all make it through the typhoon. Right. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully everybody's safe. Uh, you know where it's always safe is in JT land. Are, are you sure? Because if if you read any of the posts that that uh, about any of the locals here, they, they 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 call this place, you know, the war zone. So you know that's <laughs> but that's Syracuse way here. You know, so I'll start out this week with you know I got a live in Monday Night Raw at the mid nineties. Oh yeah. Well, no, anytime, any, because, you know, like every other city, you know, we have shootings and stuff. And, of course, people think, because we have a couple shootings in a week, that we're as bad as Chicago. Because, you know, people people live in central New York, idiots. So I, I like confidence in you, JT. You can do it. Get some more um, shootings going. We got to figure, we got, we got to fix this meme here that, that, that we saw, all saw in the week, uh, you know, it's Pennywise. There's two random wrestlers having a match in the Tokyo Dome down here. Instead of Dave Meltzer to say, draw got us. Oh. <laughs> I saw that meme. Yeah. Dave with... would just throw five stars at him, not climbing yeah. to watch it. All right. And always, as always, every week, um, at, oh, oh, uh -oh. um, Oh shit. Um uh -oh. okay, so as as we every every as always, GT Land is brought to you by uh this week will be group. Every Trump sentence has group. Sometimes three group or two. And they're great sentences, terrific sentences. That I can tell you. Believe me, they're great. With the best words, terrific oh with the you best roots. <laughs> terrific repeated roots. Not very big roots. Every Trump sentence has group. And no matter how bad your country gets, you can always count on white people renovating houses. The Great Randy Marsh from South Park, season season twenty one, episode one. 
If you haven't I never it, got around to making my Damien Sandow meme I meant to make because of that episode. <laughs> there, there, there's a, a good line in it where he goes, he's talking to it's Alexa as the stereo ripoff or whatever. Yeah. From Apple. And he's, he's just, Alexa, silence! <laughs> and it, be, it becomes the punchline at the end of the episode, too. So I, I was all Damien Sandow about that episode. It was okay. I liked anyway, it. I, I liked I liked it because it was one of those that you were like, "What the fuck is this episode?" And then, then they got you at the last line. And I sorry, folks, I spoiled it because you know the episode aired Wednesday. That's the last line in the episode. Sorry. Um. Okay. Um. Twenty bucks, little man, because I can pretend that I have fans. Why didn't Trump just call me to mow his lawn? I'm a professional. <laughs> Don't mourn the good decisions. Enjoy the bad ones, or something like that. Pokemon, go fuck yourself. That's because Virgil's gotten lazy like Iron Sheik did for a while. So we got to go to Sheik Treats. Andy, Andy Dalton, you ginger jabroni. I, so I suplex you so you play better than the dead dog. Dear Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. The Apple TV 4K, go fuck yourself. The truth is jabronis never make it unless they have the heart. Shut your fucking mouth and get back to work, jabroni. God bless the NFL Sunday, Bubba. And we got a we got a mention from the legend too. God bless the BWF Radio Sunday, Bubba. <laughs> and as always, because we're gonna this is gonna this is part of it every week because you know it's my segment. So Lieutenant Dan got a beer named after him. Lieutenant Dan also got new legs. <laughs> and there's picture Chad Kroger wishing he was a legend. All right, so kayfabe news. Hold on a second, kayfabe news. All right, here we go. Let's see. So I remember. Okay, we did knuckleheads too. Okay, okay. I just got to. I had to make sure where we left off last week. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, that we did that one last week too. Okay. Oh, well, kayfabe news week. Yeah, it does look like a full <laughs> kayfabe news week because I think we did that one too. So we'll just go to this one. Yeah, that that one. Let's see. Okay, come on, stop thinking. Sorry, sorry, people. I have I have NFL game streaming, so let's let's try this a different way. Different way. I mean, someone else have to load it up. No, no, no. Lesnar technically always in a gorilla position. Upcoming Mark Henry Classic to crown a lover for winner of the May Young Classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way one to end on because that's all it was pretty much. Last remaining Hulk of Mani Maniac starting to lose faith. <laughs> all right and that 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 is your kayfabe that is your jt land this week yes my brother had his tenders and still makes the same face and uh, of course every year jt drinks twenty five thousand barrels fifty thousand kegs seven hundred and seventy five comma zero zero gallons equals five million eight hundred eighty nine thousand eight hundred twenty two point five liter willy bit your glasses hashtag g and closer talk Good night. Go fuck yourself. I don't believe See RD. I don't believe RD Lee will ever lose faith in Hulkamania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'll always believe in the hoaxster, brother. <laughs> I'll always believe in Cantonese Corner with noise. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been talking about Jinder Mahal as champion, and I'd just like to say that Jinder holding the strap is just a complete slap in the face of all the greats who've held it before him. We're talking Hulk Hogan, Kurt Angle, Bret Hart, Brian Alvarez, and now Jinder the Jobber Mahal. It makes me want to jump on my rascal, scoot down to Connecticut, and give McHitler a piece of my mind. <laughs> uh, all right. Late show, so I'll pick the shortest one I've got. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Alternative facts. Brian Alvarez was totally champion, though. <laughs> totally. Alternative facts is a stupid sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, EcoMerce.fiverr.com, NashvillePillows.biz, CoasterMilkCartons.edu, WhenDrowGottaSpeaks.DropWhatYou'reDoing.You Listen, JT Actually Sent G His Stuff.Truth, PraiseBGender.ca, If Riot Dies We Daryl.Melmac, PoonslayerJT Is Something Is Dot Something Something, uh, Joe Got His Guardians to DigitalCopy.Fin, GeneSimmons.Owns.Everything, KeepGHigh.GoFundG.com, Joe kind of stopped watching wrestling, except for the wrestling he kind of sort of watched at glitterowlbeard.org. Does anyone even care about this section? Question mark and discount heat emporium, cheapheat.com, and of course, Spatula City, Spatula City, Spatula City. Well, I fucked a different one up this week, so at least the trend is continuing. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, former AWA world champion and Austrian pro wrestling star Otto Wenz passed away at the age of 74 this week. Yeah, it's a bummer. Oh, well. Yeah. Condolences. I, I don't honestly know much of his stuff, but yeah. I know he's big in the AWA. Right. Big dude. I heard he beat up Joe once. It was funny. We laughed. <laughs> Despite what Cena would have you believe, the only thing I'm high on is the power of Christian prayer. That's right. A little PCP is all I need, says Roman Reigns. <laughs> Look, I don't know exactly what he tweeted, but I, apparently... Uh, he tweeted Roman... something like, um, a stupid fool, and when you die, enjoy nothing. Faithless fool, that was what he called him. <laughs> something to do with, like, atheist, right? Yeah, and atheist said to? something, and he called them a faithless fool and told them to enjoy nothing when they die. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'll be rotting right beside him. Good times. <laughs> Warm food, yo. <laughs> Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view is being given a major push because Vince McMahon believes his son is a top draw for the company. When Shane's match with Undertaker was announced for WrestleMania 32, ticket sales jumped by 26,000 and secondary market ticket prices increased overnight. I, I, well, I wanted to believe it was because he believed in Kevin Owens. <laughs> but right. I, I doubt that 26,000 people bought a ticket just to see Shane McMahon in a match. Yeah, no, I know. That's, that's why I hate That's what I hate about fucking the McMahon. It's like, oh, well, yeah. It's because uh, they, they take so much credit for shit that uh -huh. no, it's not because you were it's not because you were announced because you you know, you're you're you're, you're going to sell WrestleMania since if you're, you're selling WrestleMania tickets day of show, you're going to sell tickets up until the day of show. Stop with that fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd get a reaction from that story. Uh, the, the, that's Hulk Hogan logic, brother. You know, it, you know who it, you know who definitely doesn't sell tickets. The Jeff Undertaker. Jarrett. 
No, the Undertaker. Well, not too. The Undertaker. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the point of the, to me. That was the point of that story. It stood out. It was just like when his match was announced with the Undertaker. Fucking idiots don't even know who your top draw is at WrestleMania. Seriously, <laughs> if this is true, I, I'd like, buy a ticket just to watch the Undertaker. People want to see Shane. Damn it. <laughs> Apparently, no, man. I think. I think. I think. Uh, I don't know if that's how accurate that story is kind of rumorish, but yeah. I suppose it doesn't matter why he's doing it because he's doing the right thing. The What's ends that? justify the means, I guess. Pushing Kevin Owens to the moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, not until he jobs out to Shane. We'll see. Well, yeah, until he jobs out. <laughs> well, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to put, when we release the Kevin Owens DVD, we're going to put Shane McMahon on the, <laughs> in Triple H so we know that they, the fans bought the DVD because. Those two names are on it, not because anybody else, not because he made, pushing... a, made a name for himself before WWE. But that is pushing Kevin Owens to the top of the hell in a cell, and Shane's pushing him off. The, the ideal outcome of that match is if the stipulation does indeed become for the control of the company, because then you would actually get the Kevin Owens show. At least one episode, I'll be happy. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. One episode, please. Aiden English, Aiden English singing the theme song. Yeah, they that did that bit. What was that? Uh, welcome to Kevin Owens show. Byron and uh, and and the other guy, uh, Tom Phillips, in one suit. Yeah, <laughs> same guy. You can't tell them apart. Yeah, that that, that episode. Sick, will, Kev. That episode has potential to be like best episode of WWE programming of the year if if we get it. But uh huh. It would well, be great. They'll fuck it up. Day. Oh, they're gonna fuck it up. Of course, you're gonna fuck it up. How they do? Why would they? Yo. Do? Mm-hmm. Of course they were. Like that episode they had where half the roster was missing because they all went, they all walked out or something. But like after half an hour, it was back to regular raw because they all came back for some reason. Yeah, that first half hour was great, and then it's like, it oh, was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like welcome back to regular raw. The yeah, fun the... bit's over. Go away. Like CM yep. Punk was on commentary and like That's the one. Vince McMahon yeah. jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon won't be the only Hell in a Cell stipulation match at Hell in a Cell. It's believed to be planned that the New Day will also defend their tag team titles against the Usos inside of a steel cage. By the way, did anybody catch Byron Saxton later on in the night saying, uh, or, or yeah, or it was Tom Phillips? It was one of the two of them said, "Oh yeah, the New Day, the uh, Usos retained their title earlier tonight." Like uh, I did catch that. No, yeah. no, I'm pretty sure they didn't. <laughs> the blood we talked about this already in the Kevin Owens versus Vince McMahon segment on SmackDown was planned. Some sources believe Vince uh, may have bladed in advance and covered it up with new skin so that when Owens gave him the headbutt, the blood would start flowing right away. Yeah, I want to think it's like it's some jobber in the back is like needs a skin graft because Vince is just too cheap to buy new skin. <laughs> totally. The uh, Kyrie Sane is finding it very difficult to understand why fans fans fetishize Asian culture and women so hard that any discussion of her actual ability or presentation is totally fucking impossible. And by Kyrie Sane, I mean me, says Drama Seventy Nine <laughs> on Reddit. I, I did enjoy that. Apparently, she actually is an accomplished sailor, which is where she gets the gimmick from. Yeah, that's that uh, that's what Jim mentioned on commentary. That's what Jim Ross oh. keeps telling me on commentary. <laughs> so when they call her up, she's going to be like tugboat two thousand, pretty yeah, much. But if she comes out as the pirate princess, it'll be fine. Yeah, they almost did that too with uh, 
what's her, what's her face? Katie Burchell. Jeez. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. I don't know if they did, but I, I did they actually do it? I know that I know it, there was I read somewhere that they they were considering it. Because she had no, a run with didn't. her brother in the incest angle that didn't go very far for obvious reasons. No, I don't think they actually made her a pirate. No, and they made him a pirate, they, but not yeah. her. Yeah, he, he was a pirate, but they even they screwed that up. Oh yeah, so badly because they basically killed him. Oh yeah, the pirate Paul Mitchell. Uh huh. Yes, she used to swing in on the rope and shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, he had a knife in his teeth and everything, and he and William Regal argued about what their ancestors did. It was like, in some ways, it just felt like the most British argument to have on a wrestling show. It's like, my ancestors and your ancestors and blah, blah, blah. <coughs> but they killed it. Uh-huh. And they killed it right when the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie was blowing up huge. I mean, they would have had a license to print money with that. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. You don't even have to personally like the movies to know that that would have been huge. I mean, the merchandising alone would have been legendary. And they screwed up. Well, I thought, see, I thought, I thought, I thought they did that, they, they, they gave him that character because of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I think the they Pirates probably of the did, Caribbean, but then Vince they, got bored. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out before that, before yes. they, they did that gimmick. JT is correct on that, I do believe. They were trying well, to I thought too. I they were trying to wondering on, that, but... on its success. That's what they were trying to try okay, to Okay, yeah, yeah. They, they were trying to ride its coattails, but they like everything else, they gave up too fast. Mm-hmm. And they 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 did not they they just they didn't just roll with it and whatever they did with him later, not like anybody really remembers. But yeah, yeah, you're right. But it's still their fault for screwing it up cuz if they had just Waited a little bit. Mm-hmm. But no, Vince and his dementia ADD. <laughs> what? Yeah. It didn't take off right away? It didn't take off five seconds after I, we premiered it? Cancel it. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of Kyrie Sane. Yeah, Kyrie Sane versus Tony Storm was originally planned to be the May Young Classic Finals, but was switched to the semifinals when the WWE decided to put more emphasis on the 4 4 yeah, four horsewomen versus horse. Uh, four horsewomen versus four horsewomen angle and push Shayna Baszler to the finals. I was actually really worried that Shayna might win just because Ronda was in the audience. I was prepared to riot over that. Yeah, and get on my scooter. I, I wouldn't have faulted them for it at all, though. I just, I completely. I mean, I, I would have understood it, but I would have still been annoyed by it. <laughs> After winning the May Young Classic, Triple H revealed that Kyrie Sane will get a shot at the NXT Women's Title at Takeover on November 18th, the weekend of Survivor Series. Her opponent is to be determined. Yeah, I, I thought they said that the winner of the tournament would just be given the title. It was a It was rumored, yeah. It was rumored, but clearly did not happen. But she's got mm. the title shot. I guess she'll be fighting. They'll set something up on NXT by then. Like some kind of tournament on NXT for a, a new woman. Probably Amber Moon's going to win again. Amber Moon is probably the one that would, yeah. She's she's the only one that, like, has actually been in the main event recently, right? So Yeah. Mm. And the other one that's come close to beating Asuka. There you go. 
The, uh, the Young Bucks on Twitter. Hey, here's another reason we won't join WWE. You hear that, Vince? We won't sign. Hey, Vince. Hey, we won't sign. Hey, hey. <laughs> that from Sausage4000 on Reddit. <laughs> the Miz and Maurice kept their pregnancy secret from almost everyone. A majority of talent and staff found out about it when they revealed it live on television. I forgot about to mention that. Enzo was such a complete cunt. Interrupting both, like, the most beautiful thing a couple can do by announcing they're pregnant. I know, right? And then like... suggesting that he was the dad. <laughs> <sighs> that was ridiculous. I feel so bad for Morrow and, having, and him having to deal with bullying, but did you guys see that Miz promo? <laughs> <laughs> it felt so good to see Enzo get completely destroyed on the mic and in the ring. Based Miz taking out that completely sleazy scumbag Enzo. But yeah, Vince is a cunt for being mean to Morrow. That from uh, Mark Ion on Reddit. That whole match was fun. There was them just taunting each other during. <laughs> and Miz screaming at the top of his lungs, I am the daddy. That was kind of scary. <laughs> and you got a good spot for the Miz Tourage because they beat the shit out of Enzo. <laughs> it was satisfying, yes. But fuck Hitler. <laughs> fuck Mick Hitler. And then just Neville laughing at him backstage. <laughs> <laughs> W, uh, until he got into an argument with jo Dr. Joseph Maroon over him allegedly downplaying the link between concussions and CTE, WWE wasn't even aware that Baron Corbin was part of the lawsuit against the NFL over concussions. Better break out that golden shovel. Uh-huh. WWE is going to have Breast Cancer Awareness Month again this October. Expect BWF Radio to have at least one rant about this. It's inevitable. Up to four, depending on how many shows I'm on, because fucking hell, fuck that company. Nah, <laughs> um, just whatever. They're gonna <laughs> it'll they're happen. Gonna Pink you know ropes! They're gonna, they're gonna grant, cram it down like the four, the 15 people that still watch it. I mean, uh, I'd be ranting about this pediatric cancer thing, but I don't want to rant about kids with cancer. <laughs> but I'm just trying to watch a fucking wrestling show. I'm yeah. trying to have fun. I don't need ten minutes of dying kids, thank you. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, they make it like, oh, well, you It's know. just them jacking themselves off and yeah. thinking, look how great we are. Well, well Vince, Vince, ha, ha, ha. Boobies! No, this Boobie time cancer! It's... Boobies! Boobies <laughs> cancer! <laughs> this time oh. it, it, it is Steph. She's the chief branding officer. She's the one behind all this stuff. Oh, oh. Bitch. I love she my... straight up says philanthropy is branding. Mm -hmm. the philanthropy is the future of marketing is how brands are going to win. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. you know, fuck the, you. My whole thing is, is you know what? Fuck you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, we get it. I get it. That breast cancer and you know breast cancer. There's a lot of survival it's rate. It's not even that. October and we're already running. Just... <laughs> I know, right? It's already October, guys. The thing is, the thing is, yeah. The thing is, I'm gonna get it out of the way now. The thing is, it's like we've all, every one of us on the show has dealt with someone with cancer. Mm -hmm. and you and if you haven't, then you're full of shit because everybody. It's like it's like people who, oh, I'm from a military. Everybody has someone in the military, mm -hmm. you know, and they're in their family. Everybody's that just like everybody's dealt with cancer. We've all, but it's not been breast cancer. Some of it's been breast cancer. Some of it have been different types of cancers. I've had I've had two of my parents deal with two different types of cancer. You know, let's not let's let's not make this a fucking about breast cancer. Let's make it about just saying about fucking all cancer, not fucking oh breast cancer. Let's make that. That was my original rant, like from a few years back. You know, I know I said <laughs> I, I made some some 
some some comments on it, and then like you know, let's make this all about all cancer. Let's not make this about fucking breast cancer. Let's make it about throat cancer. Let's make it about fucking um 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 pancreatic cancer. Um, room cancer. cancer. Um, it, let's not just go. Oh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna cram this down your throat because we've done it every year because it's breast cancer. And yes, yes, yes. Steph may be maybe running this, but you know Vince is like that breast cancer, breast cancer. It's not even so much about breast cancer. It's not even so much about breast cancer. It's because breast cancer happens what the Komen Foundation deals with and a shady piece of shit organization. Mm -hmm. They have little equal. So it they they don't even care that it's breast cancer if the Susan G. Komen Foundation and its massive marketing scheme were dealing yeah. with any other disease, they would still be on board with it in the same way. So it's not even that, oh, it's Steph, so it's breast cancer and a chick thing. No, it's, you know, corporate overlord bullshit attracting like. And you know, anybody who's going to get involved with Susan G. Komen, they're either incredibly stupid or they're doing it on purpose because they know what they get out of it. It is basically, like I say, it's just two scummy organizations coming together to mutually masturbate each other for a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like masturbating. Well, I do, too. I love masturbating. <laughs> it's my best friend right now. <laughs> it's my favorite pastime. I do it so much it counts as a hobby. When, when my brother, when my brother had had a girl, I was, was seeing someone. It, it, the, the, my favorite thing was was when he'd go to, "Hey John, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be at my girlfriend's house this weekend." <laughs> a lot of masturbating happened when he wasn't here. So. Well, speaking of wankers. <laughs> <laughs> Dog spelled backwards is God. Think about it, Oose, says Roman Reigns. According to Tuck Raker on Reddit. Also, according to um, Roman Reigns, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, they, they, did that. They, they did that weird thing where he was with his daughter and Bray Wyatt was like threatening to kidnap her and shit. Uh, this is a Roman Reigns story from Wizard World 2017 from Sausage 1000 on Reddit. So I walked up to Joe and said, Hey, faggot! Why are you killing WWE? And he said, what? So I, so then I said, never mind. Will you sign my Elite so I can sell it on eBay? So then he signed it, and I asked if we could pose for a pick where he's laying down and I'm standing over him, and he said, all right. And then after the pick is taken, I said, thanks, big dog. And he said, no problem, Oos. God bless. And that's when I lost it and got kicked out when he beat me up because I called him a Christ fag. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That was a good one. There's a one that I left out that were a little more offensive, if you can believe that. But whatever. <laughs> it looks like Anthem is finalizing plans to hold this year's Bound for Glory in the Toronto area. Big area. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, we like Canada got some TNA love when it fucking sucks. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the way, yo? God forbid a Ring of Honor ever comes here. I know what's going to happen. It's going to be trash. Not Toronto, but Calgary. We never get any of that shit. 
Apparently, Hulk Hogan thinks he's trying to show tough love by calling people without water or power crybabies and telling them it could be much worse. Yeah, they could call someone the N-word and be blacklisted forever. I guess. That's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Serge Salinas, husband of Dixie Carter and former director of music for Impact when it was still owned by Panda Energy, is now working as a voiceover artist and plans on putting me and Mark out of work. I try sending people your way and they're like, no, we want your accent. Like, dude, you sent me an English guy. Said you want me to sound like that. I know an English guy. <laughs> like, no, we want you to do it. Fine, what the no, fuck ever. supposed to be an Asian woman. So you're really stretching. Oh my god, you. these emails are ridiculous. You have an incredible range. <laughs> these emails are ridiculous. Where it's like these these jobs match your profile. We need somebody to produce EDM music. Like I don't like I wouldn't know an EDM music if it bit me on the ass. <laughs> like, I'm supposed oh, to. You don't even know what EDM is. I know what it is. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, but I wouldn't know how to produce an EDM song, and I keep getting emails like this matches your skills. Like, no, it really doesn't. We need a voiceover for an Asian woman. This matches your skills. <laughs> I'm a white guy living in Buffalo, New York. I don't think I uh, match the skills of doing a voiceover of an Asian woman. Uh, finally, Meltzer's rating for Hurricane Irma. Um, category 4.5, pretty good hurricane. Uh, not as good as Typhoon Noru, which hit Japan earlier this year and was, uh, a true Category 5. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you put it at the end, so thanks, Gato. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I, I mean, I could put a stalking story about Chris Jericho in there and I'd cut it out, but... Long story short, Chris Jericho, I guess, hid in a bathroom while Yoko Ono was taking a pee once. You read that, too? I read that this week, too. It's in his uh, book. It's in his new book. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we're, short, we're short for time, and Chris Jericho is not short for creepiness, so there you go. <laughs> it was uh, at the Rock. It was at the uh, 2016 Rock and, Roll, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame cer ceremony. If I get that interview with Jericho, I'm going to have to ask about that. <laughs> well, it's, it's in his new book, um, No, It's a Four-Letter Word. That's when he, when he said, when he, when he said, I'm like, shit, I read that this week because I'm reading that book. So I'm going to have to get the book because like, I might be interviewing him in like two weeks. Yeah. So. I got to find out what's going on with that. I, I, I got to keep bugging the people that are trying to get it for me. <laughs> the, 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 the problem is, is like publicists... Wait until the last possible second to tell you if you're getting in or not. Like That's I, how it works. That's I, how it works. I did a review of a TNA live show, uh, f like five years ago or so, and uh, I was in line to buy tickets when their publicist called and said, "Yeah, we're gonna comp you some tickets, and uh, you know, you just gotta write a review for us." <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Like, literally, oh, day of I'll show get, in get, line. <laughs> That's how publicists operate. 
So hopefully I'll uh, I'll know soon. I might be interviewing Chris Jericho uh, in a couple of weeks at the uh, Fozzie show in Niagara Falls. So just don't crush. Just make sure your internet doesn't crash. <laughs> don't figure if uh, if I get the interview, I'll just buy a portable recorder just to because I'll be interviewing him face to face this time. <laughs> I don't got to worry about that. Now I just got to worry about him, like, uh, punching me or something, I guess. I don't know. Do your fucking research, jackass! <laughs> yeah, well. Anybody with anything they'd like to add? Speaking of adding... I don't know. <laughs> speaking of adding, I walked out to my living room. My, my kid's here this weekend. I walked out to the living room, and uh, I, I heard uh, Scott Steiner math. She was watching that YouTube video. <laughs> I'm like, don't take math advice from this guy. You're going to fail. Actually, the math works out perfectly. It's just completely insane. This is true. <laughs> so I, I would listen to math advice from Scott Stein. He comes from a highly educated university. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, I think he adds in freaks. If you asked him what five times three was, he'd have to work out how many freaks he'd had over three nights. Right. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here then. I am at Think So Joe for at Book Junkie Jaina, at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at Mark underscore Noise, at El Generico. We are at Bird Wrestling Fan, that's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday live at 2 p.m. Eastern on BoardWrestlingFan.com or download us afterwards on iTunes, Stitcher, Cheap Heat, Blueberry, PodDirectory.com, pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts. <laughs> We'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Meh. <laughs>